Good morning, and welcome to Simply People. It's Wednesday, February 28th. On today's show, Angela Bassett opens up about her fight for her Oscar-winning career and the lessons she's teaching her twins, while Rebecca Ferguson reveals she refused to work with an idiot A-list star after being screamed at on set. Plus, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker share a romantic vacation moment in an Australian art gallery. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply People. We start off with a look at Angela Bassett, a long-standing figure in Hollywood who has opened up about her journey to an Oscar-winning career and the lessons she's imparting to her twins. Bassett, who is People's Women Changing the World cover star, emphasizes the importance of hard work and making thoughtful choices. Joining us now to delve deeper into this is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about Bassett's perspective on her career and the lessons she's teaching her children? Certainly, David. Angela Bassett, known for her roles in over 100 films and two Oscar nominations, has always prioritized the work, not the fame. She believes in making careful choices about what to say yes and no to. Despite her busy schedule, which often sees her leaving home before sunrise and returning after dark, she hopes her children see her as a successful woman achieving her dreams. She wants them to understand that hard work pays off. Bassett has certainly had a successful career, with her recent Oscar win being a testament to that. Can you tell us more about her journey in Hollywood? Born in Harlem and raised largely in Florida by her mother, Bassett felt propelled by the challenges her family faced. Her career began with her breakout in 1991's Boys and the Hood and saw Oscar nominations almost 30 years apart for playing Tina Turner in 1993's What's Love Got to Do With It and a grieving queen in 2022's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Her recent honorary Oscar win was seen by many as long overdue, highlighting the sobering statistics around women of color at the Oscars. What about her personal life? How does she balance her career and family? Bassett is a mother of twins with Emmy-winning actor Courtney B. Vance. Despite her demanding career, she tries to make time for her family. She admits to feeling guilt about the time away from her teenage children who are heading to college in the fall, but she hopes that they see her hard work and success as a lesson. Interestingly, she also shares a lighthearted anecdote about her attempts to cook dinner being thwarted by her children's preference for DoorDash. It's clear that Bassett's journey is one of determination and hard work. How has this been received by her peers and the industry? Bassett's success has been widely recognized and celebrated. Her husband, Vance, notes that she is very shy about her accomplishments and never toots her own horn. Her recent honorary Oscar win was a significant moment for her, even though it wasn't viewed by the billion people that would see it at the Oscars. It meant everything to her. Thanks for sharing those insights into Angela Bassett's career and life, Celeste. In other news, actress Rebecca Ferguson has recently spoken out about her own experiences in the industry, revealing that she refused to work with an A-list star after being subjected to verbal abuse on set. She shared her experience on the Rain with Josh Smith podcast, detailing the harsh treatment she received from a fellow actor. James, our correspondent for Simply People, 
is here to discuss this further. Can you tell us more about what Ferguson shared? Certainly, David. Rebecca Ferguson, known for her roles in films like Dune Part 2 and Mission Impossible, opened up about a distressing incident where she was screamed at by a co-star. She described this person as an absolute idiot, but didn't disclose their identity. However, she did confirm that it wasn't Hugh Jackman or Tom Cruise, both of whom she has worked with in the past. That sounds like a difficult situation. How did this affect her on set? Ferguson said that she felt extremely vulnerable and uncomfortable. Because the person who mistreated her was the top-billed actor on the call sheet, there was no safety net for her. She felt unsupported and would often cry after leaving the set. The person would belittle her, making comments like, you call yourself an actor, and this is what I have to work with. That's quite harsh. How did she handle this situation? Despite being scared, Ferguson confronted the individual. She told them off and requested to act towards the back of the person's head instead of facing them directly. The producers initially objected, but Ferguson stood her ground. She also spoke to the director about the situation, who admitted to not taking care of everyone on set and focusing too much on the difficult actor. It sounds like this was a turning point for her. How has this experience influenced her approach to work? Indeed, it was a turning point for Ferguson. She said that since that incident, she has never allowed herself to be in a position where she goes home wondering why something happened. It seems that this experience has made her more assertive and determined to stand up for herself on set. Thanks for that valuable lesson, James. Now, shifting gears to some celebrity news, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are sharing romantic moments from their trip to an art gallery in Australia. The couple, who are in Australia for Barker's tour with his band Blink-182, visited the National Gallery of Victoria in Melbourne. Here to tell us more about their visit is Michael, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about their visit to the gallery? Certainly, David. The couple shared several snaps from their visit to the National Gallery of Victoria. Kardashian posted a photo of Amadeo Modigliani's 1916 portrait of the painter Manuel Humbert, and another of herself and Barker resting their heads on one another as they viewed a neon art installation. The words on the installation read, You put your hand across my mouth, but still the noise continues. Every part of my body is screaming, smashed into a thousand million pieces, each part forever belonging to you. That sounds like a very intimate moment. Did they share any other moments from their visit? Yes, they did. Kardashian also reposted a photo from Barker's Instagram story, featuring a shot of their feet standing alongside a painting of two faces. She also shared Barker's picture of a wall that read, Mommy is beautiful, and encouraged visitors to write their thoughts of their mother or pin a photograph of her onto the canvas. The wall was surrounded by many notes and drawings people had created about their mothers. That's quite touching. And I understand this visit comes amid Barker's tour with his band Blink-182? Yes, that's correct. The couple has been sharing behind-the-scenes moments from the tour, which included Barker pushing their three-month-old son, Rocky 13, in a stroller. Earlier this month, Kardashian also posted a photo of herself leaning on her baby boy's stroller backstage at her husband's band's concert at the Kudos Bank Arena in Brisbane. While some celebrities are making the most of their time in Australia, others are making waves in Hollywood. 
Jennifer Lopez's new original film, This Is Me, now a love story, is drawing attention not just for its star-studded cast, but also for the list of celebrities who almost made it into the movie. Here to discuss this is Abby, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about this film and the stars who were almost part of it? Certainly, David. The film is a unique project that features a host of A-list talent, including Ben Affleck, Fat Joe, Jane Fonda, and Kiki Palmer. However, the documentary The Greatest Love Story Never Told reveals that there were many other famous faces who were considered for roles. These include Taylor Swift, Jason Momoa, Jennifer Coolidge, and Lizzo, who were all unavailable. Ariana Grande, James Corden, and Snoop Dogg were also mentioned, but they too were unavailable. That's quite a list of celebrities. Can you tell us more about the roles these stars were considered for? Yes, the documentary shows Jennifer Lopez and her team discussing the roles they had in mind for these stars. For instance, Vanessa Hudgens, Lopez's co-star from Second Act, was considered for the role of one of Lopez's friends in the film. Bad Bunny was suggested for a cameo. Even Khloe Kardashian was supposed to be in the film, but she eventually didn't make it. Interesting. And what about Anthony Ramos? I understand he backed out of a role due to his friendship with Jennifer Lopez's ex-husband, Mark Anthony. That's correct. Anthony Ramos, known for his role in In the Heights, was initially considered for a role as one of Lopez's character's partners. However, he backed out due to his friendship with Mark Anthony. Lopez clarified in the documentary that the character Ramos was supposed to play was representative of many relationships, not one specific relationship. It's fascinating to hear about the casting process and the considerations that go into it. How has the film been received so far? The film has been well received, with the Zodiac Council proving to be a highlight. This astrologically inspired group, which includes Jane Fonda, Trevor Noah, and Sofia Vergara, among others, meets to dissect Lopez's love life from the heavens above. The film's director, Dave Myers, described the process of getting everyone on board with the concept as fun and terrifying. That was certainly a unique concept. Thanks for sharing these insights, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply People. We'll see you back here tomorrow.